Welcome to episode 36 of the Relationship Marketing Podcast with Cody B. Today's guest is Rob Thomas. Rob is a master of business development with a 20-year career growing and managing regional territories for Iron Mountain, Aflac, and the Greater New Haven Chamber of Commerce, just to name a few. Rob credits his success to his own brand of networking, which turns the adage, it's not what you know, but who you know, into a new and actionable process he created called the Rob Thomas Method TM of networking. And now, Cody B. Hey everybody, this is Cody B. Welcome to a new episode of our Relationship Marketing Podcast got a super exciting guest on with us today and you know how I do this before we get started and bring him on I just uh, again want to reach out and thank all of you listeners uh, for tuning in every week and uh, I'll tell you we got some incredible people that come on this show and uh, share with us their golden nuggets each and every week this is about relationship marketing uh, relationship marketing is, is about uh, human connection, how to make true and genuine human connection with, with, with other human beings in your personal life as well as in your business. Relationship marketing is about the first word, not so much the second word. And uh, we talk about the fact that one of the principles of core relationship marketing system is you focus on relationships at least 80% of the time, sprinkle in some marketing 20% of the time, and the guests that we bring on here really portray that message in all of the projects they're doing. The guy that we have on today uh, does the same, just incredible work that he's doing out there and, and sharing positivity and, and some great training, some really good training, uh, not only on people in sales, but people in business and life. So without further ado, I'm going to bring this guy on, founder of Networking in Diners and the best-selling author of Who Do You Need to Meet, Mr. Rob Thomas. How are you doing, my friend? I'm well, sir. How are you? Thanks for the opportunity. Well, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Those that watch this, we have some people that watch this on YouTube, so they'll be able to see your background there. In, in, in uh, Rob's background, he's got a picture of his book. Who do you need to meet with a picture of them on the front and, and uh, some great work there. We're, we're kind of, uh, we're pretty casual on this podcast. There's no for, formality here at all. We, <laughs> we just talk. We like to have good conversation and just kind of, uh, you know, tune in to what your message is. So I want to start right out, Rob, as, as I look at your visual, for those of us that, for those of you who have downloaded the podcast or are listening to it just audio only, just know that again in his in the background he's got a, a picture of his book right behind him. He's a bald guy just like me. You know, we got a couple of bald guys with glasses on sitting on there. Super good looking bald guys. And uh, I want to start out with this. I mean, I'm looking at the visual. Who do you need to meet? What a great what a great uh, name for a book. I mean, it's a, just a great, it kind of like draws you in. So Rob, let's start with that. Who do I need? Well, well yeah, I was going to, I thank you very much. I appreciate that. And uh, again, I'm going to do a quick shout out to, uh, to Bernie Piccarillo, as well as uh, Tara Gallant and uh, obviously Bart Ratliff. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to do this with you and meet you. By I way, believe way, just just say those names you mentioned are expert relation they're, they're relationship marketing specialists some of the best and they're just great great people so kudos to 
them for for helping to put this together. And yeah, no, agreed. And uh, and and they really have, uh, have kind of teed this up, and I'm, and I'm honored to be here. Um, you know, the title was actually a last minute type of thing. Uh, I had about 20 different suggestions that I went out to kind of my tribe to ask them. A lot of them were, uh, you know, networking for dummies like or how to network and those types of things. Uh, sales isn't one thing, but networking is another, that type of thing. When I worked at the Chamber of Commerce in Greater New Haven about 10 years ago, my mentor then, Tony Resigno, taught me that you really want to get down to the core of who these people need to meet when you're walking around. And when I was an executive there and doing business development and sales for the chamber, sure, I might be able to sell a membership to a client, but the idea was I would then ask back then, who is it they needed to meet? Because, and I, and I say need versus want, because I want a Ferrari, I want a Gulfstream but I need to meet Cody Bateman. I need to meet those different people that can connect me with others and relationships to, you know, as you point in one of your chapters about, you know, making business profits and money. So we don't want to be ruthless about it, but, you know, um, we can develop friendships, but let's try to make a living at the same time. And every time I would ask that question of my members or even people today, they give me the vague three people we don't know. And I'm sure Dr. Ivan Meisner has taught you that. Anybody, sure. everybody, and somebody. And so that's what I go to. I say, though, I don't know those people. So I need you to tell me who you need to meet. Now, if it isn't a specific vertical, like an accountant or attorney, well, maybe it's the person at that firm. I really need to meet Peter Grabe at Beers Hammerman Accounting Firm in New Haven. You know, that type of thing. That's... That's really where I resonated and got the title. Okay, so who, so who do like, like you're going to be my consultant for a second. <laughs> you know, my name's Cody Bateman. I own two relationship marketing companies. One is Send Out Cards. The other one is Sendogo, which is a CRM integration service. I have a best-selling book out on the subject of relationship marketing. It's titled "The Power of Human Connection." Uh, we are featuring our first ever relationship marketing grand summit on August 8th and 9th this year. Uh, we've got a lot of featured speakers coming out. So that's a little bit about me. So who do I need to meet? Who do I need well, to meet? Well, so I would ask the question, yeah, who is it that you need to meet about that to take your business, either continue it or to take it forward? So in a scenario like yours, would it be you need to meet another speaker, featured speaker that would make that whole summit more exciting? For uh, Sendogo, I noticed that. Do you need to meet uh, IT professionals or Amazon Web Services cloud professionals to make that whole thing integrate well with other CRMs? Because it's my understanding that's what that does. Or is it something as simple for you, though you've, you've got the, you know, the several years of doing this. I want to say you've been doing send out cards for 13 years now at the minimum. Do you need other locations or associations or places where you need to speak? And so those are all different types of contacts. Is that what you're more looking for? So that's the question, if I were your consultant, that I would point to you. So I'm a big journal guy. I like to, like I dabble little notes. I got all kinds of notebooks. My biggest problem is I have so many journals. I can't remember what I wrote, what in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So in my case, I mean, and I'm just thinking out loud here as you, as you tell me who I need to meet. I mean, perhaps that should be one of my journal entries. Maybe I should have a journal entry that, that specifically says, you know, Cody, who do you need to meet? Who, who do you need to meet right now? And then maybe start listing some things out. Not only who I need to meet, but how I might go about meeting them. Um, that's some insight. Just by listening to you talk, that, I started thinking to myself, well, that, I may want to pick that up. I may want to pick up that habit of doing that because I do think I need to meet more people than I'm meeting and more of the right people. So, so is there a, is there a right person to meet and a wrong person to meet? I don't think so. I think again, it, it depends on the different space and time that you are in your business. What I teach people on a very simplistic basis before they meet with people to talk to them about them versus just showing up and throwing up. I tell them to, you know, get themselves a simple black journal and in that write an entry of the person they're sitting with and then go out to LinkedIn because I focus primarily on business to business. And in that LinkedIn profile of the person that you're going to sit with, identify three different things or individuals that jump out at you that really kind of surprise you about that person and write them down in that entry before you sit with them. The whole baseline is to do research on the person. What might come about in that, and what might be fascinating is the different people that you may know, maybe somebody who I need to meet. Uh, so um, you may find on my profile as an example, uh, I didn't know Rob went to Ithaca College. I didn't know Rob worked at Walt Disney World. I don't know, Rob was an Eagle Scout. You know, those are three different things that you can definitively find, believe it or not, on my LinkedIn, and you might ask me about it. So then you might come out and say, well, I know you probably don't know the head of Walt Disney, but tell me more about that. Or is there a key contact at Ithaca College you might be able to introduce me to because universities happen to be part of my vertical. Okay, so in our pre-show, you said to me, we are fellow Eagle Scouts. So you already knew that about me. How did you know that about me? How did I know about that? Yeah. that about you? Uh, I did my research on you with yeah. Bernie Piccarello. Okay, so Bernie's the one that let you know about it. He kind of, uh, yeah, he outed you, so to speak. But, but in, a, in a lot of cases, you, you can pick up information like that on a LinkedIn profile or whatever. Yeah. And I want to touch on that because it's, it's not only, and I know you cover this in your book, it's, it's not only who you need to meet, but how you need to meet them. There, there's different ways to meet. LinkedIn is certainly a great tool today for B2B uh, type of, of contacts. Uh, all the social media is a good way to meet people. So it's not only who to meet, but how, how to meet them. And then, and then um, kind of what you should focus on when you meet people. And that kind of ties into to our message every week. We're, about, we're all about relationships. We're all about building genuine human connection with other human beings. So the first thing I look at when I'm still staring at your title, of your book, you know, it's, it's. You want me to block it? Is that no, 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 no. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's who I need to meet, but it's okay. How, when I do meet that person, how do I create the connection? How do I create a true right. genuine connection? And I know you cover that in your book as well. So talk to us a little bit about that. You know, what are, what are some key things that we, as business people in general should be doing to create 
not only meet the right people, but, but create the connection. So, you know, I beg Barwood stolen uh, a whole bunch of different good ideas uh, from, you know, executives and gurus like yourself out there. So I won't claim that any of any of it's necessarily original. But what I have found helpful for me is uh, a simple little acronym that I discovered along the sales journey called FORM. And that stands for Family, Occupation, Recreation, Money, or Message. And this is just a simple type of guideline to steer a conversation when people meet other people, especially uh, my go-to might be either at a trade show or at a chamber mixer. So the back of my business card says something exactly what I do when I'm asked, what is it you really do besides my, you know, my picture here is I teach people how to network, how to specifically do it. And so if you're going to an interaction like that, I will say, well, did you form that person? Now, when we talk about family, we're not going to come out and say, tell me about your family. But we might say for, your, for yourself as an example, well, tell me about Salt Lake City. Why, why did you go out there for, for you and your family? Occupation, we know that you've, you've developed this fantastic company. But I might, you know, if I had done some research on you, I might ask you about the ad agency you started at in New York City and tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, I did a little time in New York City, plus it's only 55 miles from my doorstep. So I know a little bit about the largest city in the world. Um, in terms of recreation, you know, I might ask you what you do for fun, but you know, most people default to the family and the kids. So I wanna know more about sports. I wasn't necessarily able to find that, but I did wanna ask you about how you, uh, you named your publishing company Eagle One as an example. Cool. And then finally, money or message. It used to be when I started this three years ago, I got to, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or, you know, what do you, you know, what do you really see yourself doing? And I'd get all sorts of responses. You know, I need to retire by Friday or I need to crush my sales by Friday or I'm out of a job by Monday. And so I've kind of morphed that over into who do you need to meet? Because that gets me the specific type of either vertical or person where I can actually help them. The bottom line of all that that I've given you an example of is that uh, ask questions first. Now in my book, I also talk about something that is my coined phrase and I call it the organic switch. And that's where asking those kinds of questions, quality and nature of another business professional, through that hopefully a switch is going to occur. And that's really the embodiment of how we know that they're going to be that good person and good relationship. Because I've asked you all these different questions, and most that have a kernel of strength to say, I want to know more about Rob, might stop me in the middle of all that and say, well, tell me about your, you know, how did you get here? Well, what do you do for fun? You know, can't golf all the time, you know, that kind of thing. One of the things I love about your answer is you, um, you, you answered it by example, not by theory. You, you know, you, you, you showed, you, 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 you just showed us what the key is to creating a relationship with people you you've done your research on me you and i met for the first time today mm -hmm. met for the first time today on this show but look at all the detail that you knew about me you knew i was an eagle scout you knew i worked for an ad agency in new york city you knew i ran this company in salt lake city you knew i had a company called eagle one publishing you've done some homework and it's so paramount today um 
you know, and it's funny too, because we, we have a lot of listeners right now that are going, well, geez, come on, Cody, duh. I mean, <laughs> well, you're supposed to do that. Well, all of you saying, duh, you're supposed to do that. Why aren't you doing it? Because mm-hmm. less than 3% of people in the professional world do what you just did. Mm-hmm. But then they get on this show and they say, well, this is common sense stuff. Then why aren't you doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, I want you, you know, how do you, how do you work with people? Because what you're saying, it's, it, it all seems like it's so common sense and so simple. Uh, there should be something more sophisticated, I guess, to your message is what a lot of people say, but yet they're not doing what you, you do. They're not doing what you just did. So how do you, how do you train people or how do you uh, inspire people to, to get out and do this stuff, to do your research and that kind of thing? What's interesting is that people want to know how. And so they come to me and they ask me exactly, do you want to know how? And I say to them, do you believe that networking works? And I'm going to get probably a definitive more yes than a no, but I've gotten a couple no's or kind of some, you know, curious dog head tilts. And then I'll say, well, I'm not going to go to question two if you really don't believe that it works. But my second question usually always is, are you willing to do a couple of things that are going to be uncomfortable for you to make it work even better? And that just gets at the adage, nothing changes if nothing changes. So that's all theoretical to say you need to ask good questions. I've got a gentleman right now working for Amazon Web Services. He is a brilliant brilliant IT global accounts manager. Absolutely brilliant. I've known him for 30 years. He's just brilliant. The human interaction and or the secret ingredient that you've taught that I, that I embody as well is the handwritten thank you note. And so they're not doing it because they can't figure it out. Well, go to Walmart and spend the $5.99 or $10.99 and get yourself some thank you notes, a pen and stamps and send them that. Now you have automated that to some beautiful things. Bernie and, and, and Tara have sent me some, with the brownies by the way, some of the most gorgeous cards and they put in some effort and I've got one in front of me with the pictures from my book launch back in April phenomenal stuff. And so I'm, I'm talking to Bernie as well right now about trying to figure out where send out cards fits in my program. Because at the moment, I teach executives about the handwritten thank you note. But like you also talk in your book, sometimes we just don't do it. And we forget it. We need it a little more automated. So, you know, the, I want to say it was the tree trimmer example that you had in your book where he just did it right on the flash. I need Bernie and I need Bernie to sit with me some more and talk to me about how I can automate that. Cause I, I see that as becoming a great natural extension of my talks about simplified networking. Well, again, these are all just tools. I mean, you know, there's a lot of great tools out there today to help us connect with other human beings. Um, one, one of the chapters I have in my book is system versus heart. We talk a lot about system versus heart. You can have the greatest system in the world. You know, the CRM industry is, is huge today. It's a $60 billion industry. There's good heck. There's as many CRMs anymore as there are salespeople. It seems like there's a CRM for every niche there is out there. And, um, 
you know, and those are all, that's, that's a system as a service that's designed for you to keep track of people in your life and, and all the interactions that you have with them. It's a great tool. Uh, we have a service now that you can integrate with any CRM of choice, uh, our system to send out the tangible touch, you know, a thank you card attached to a box of brownies, like you say, or, or other gift. And we're all about the tangible touch uh, going out in addition to the digital touch, because today, digital communications, most people have really shifted completely to a digital communication strategy where you know, it's, it's, it's all about digital. I mean, it's, you know, it's the inbox, it's the, it's the emails, it's, it's all of those things. And you mentioned, you know, through all that, you've taught the power of that handwritten note, something tangible that somebody can, you know, they feel it, they smell it, they use all their senses, they open it up. And that's, that's just a better way to create that uh, uh, human connection with other people. I love that you teach that. I mean, you're, you're a big advocate of that. You're, you're an advocate of all the things. This is what I love about your program is, is you're a big advocate of all the things that help people uh, not only meet the right people, but to create genuine human connection. And I, I, I sense that in you. I feel that in your heart, which is really good. So I want to shift a little bit. Uh, networking in diners. You have a, you're the founder of an organization called Networking in Diners, which, man, that's a cool name. What, what is it? What is it? Well, so I don't know if there are a lot of diners by you, but up here in the Northeast, uh, you know, south of Hartford and New York State, New Jersey, Long Island is really kind of the heart. Uh, the, the actual diner started in Roscoe, New York back whenever. My ultimate goal and where I got that was being in sales for a while. My goal was to always communicate with the decision maker or the person who I was given the contact, but I had to get them out of the office. I just had to get them out of the office. And although coffee shops like a Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks are phenomenal institutions, I just wanted a little bit more. I wanted a place where I could sit across the table. I could have nice service who would treat me almost like a second mom. I wanted a bottomless cup of coffee that didn't want to pay $5 every single time I wanted a refill, but I wanted a private booth to be able to sit and think and ask you about you. And this is just what I've developed even over the last 10 years. And it works because of that genuine interaction. And so as I was sitting with my business coach, Paul Lavoie, he was like, two years ago, well, networking and diners, let's, let's create that. And we did. And what we've done is wrapped around what I call three different types of opportunities people can pay for in a monthly subscription, that it, it's a simplified approach to going to a networking meeting. So we have a structured meeting, similar to a BNI, but not a BNI, which talks about people getting a four minute presentation, and then we do a business challenge. We only do one and then we share it out and then we share our own experience about how we got through that challenge. So that's a structured meeting that happens in a diner. So, you know, I've got a couple of groups right now that do that. They call them their home group diners. And then I do a uh, presentation educational component for that membership and it's called Food for Thought. So last week I had the economic development director for the city of Milford, Connecticut here to talk to us all about 
business in Milford, Connecticut. So I don't necessarily have chamber folks on because I don't need them to necessarily kind of look for memberships. I, I want ed, economic development people. And then finally, I do a casual conversations or a happy hour. And one of those I've got tonight down Bridgeport. So I combine all those and wrap it into a membership and we do it in diners and it gives people a relaxed approach to be able to network. So what's your goal with that? I mean, so people that subscribe, so people subscribe to this, you provide them with education and a format to follow to meet, uh, to network in diners. Mm -hmm. Is it just a local thing? Is it just in that area or what? At the moment, my goal is to keep it strong here now in the local regional area, but it would be to expand. I don't know if I'm looking on the franchise model right now. I may just consider the license model, but currently I've got uh, someone interested down in Palm Coast, Florida, who's interested in expanding it down there. Because although BNI is a phenomenal organization, I was a past member and founder of a local chapter, uh, sometimes people are looking for something different, that's all. And uh, there are, there's a networking group if you, you know, you swing a stick anywhere you go. So I want to create this and I combined it with my, my love for diners. So we, we have some, uh, send out cards. We have some real synergies with BNI. We've been, uh, had strategic alliances with, with them for many years. I'm a very good friend of uh, Ivan Meisner, Dr. Ivan Meisner. He's a great mentor of mine. Uh, I know he is of yours as well. Um, one of the things I talk about, because when I go out on the road and I do speeches, I always promote BNI. I mean, I, I'm not shy about it at all. I just I promote BNI because I believe wholeheartedly, not only in what they do, but in their message. You know, givers gain. You go there to give referrals, not to get referrals. And so I've always believed in their concept. I think it's really, really good. Um, one of the things I talk about is the synergies between my organization and theirs. One of which is we're both, we, we both, we're both tangible. And what I mean by that, and I have a little thing up the bullet point that I put up on the keynote speech thing. And, and, you know, we're both tangible, meaning that send out cards in a digital world, we're about sending a tangible touch. And we already mentioned that on this, that it's a tangible touch. You can touch it, feel it, whatever. BNI is the same way. It's tangible. You have to go to a meeting. Mm -hmm. You actually got to go to a meeting once a week and you got to sit and get belly to belly with another human being. That's what I mean by it being tangible. And I, I see that in the networking and diners. It's more of a tangible mm -hmm. kind of deal where, you know, you're getting people to network in diners and getting belly to belly. And Let's face it, that's an old fashioned thing today. Belly to belly is old fashioned stuff, man. But uh, I wholeheartedly believe it's essential. So does Dr. Ivan Meisner, so do you. Uh, so we know you feel that way, but talk to us a little bit about the other side. What about the digital communication side? I mean, we're on a, we're on a, a Zoom feature right now that ties into our podcast. I have a, a marketing company that helps me out tremendously, uh, Peralta Design, and they're in Shelton, Connecticut. And they're the ones responsible for uh, this whole uh, book cover and my smiling bald head. Um, and through that, they have helped me and slash trained me into expanding my digital presence uh, as it is right now. And originally when I started, and I still do this to this day, is I will take a selfie. 
So I'm an older guy and I just like still selfies. And so when I meet with a contact at a diner, I take a selfie when the meeting is over and the diner picture in the background. And that goes to Instagram. And so then I've got my Instagram, which points to my Facebook and my Twitter. And so at the moment, it's a mini, hoot, mini hootsuite that kind of connects all that together. But Peralta has also been fantastic in uh, upping my game in terms of my website. I've got a video production gentleman who's done a lot of my different videos in the last year. So that's up on there. And that's all up on the website. And then in terms of networking and diners, I use MailChimp as kind of a broadcast out in terms of the email marketing. Um, but sometimes that just doesn't work and it gets stuck in people's junk folder and spam. And so I need to do an individual email or I actually have to pick up the phone, place a phone call, hey, are you coming? Or I also text. So those are all sorts of different pieces of my program. I don't think I do one more necessarily than another. LinkedIn's probably the heaviest because I've been in it longer and then followed by Facebook and then Instagram and Twitter. So those are all different aspects that I try to get out my message and communicate digitally. So in your, in your networking uh, in diners, is the format more of, you know, you, you make contact with somebody, you, you, uh, you organize a meeting in a diner uh, before you go. So, so it's not about meeting someone in a diner. It's about, meeting with somebody you've already had contact with in the diner, or is it both? It's both actually. So what I do on an individual one-on-one -on -one basis is I'm meeting good people to try to figure out a couple of things, whether I can help them in the RTM system of networking on an individual consultant basis, or maybe their company. Uh, so People's United Bank in Bridgeport is a, an example of that, where I've helped the sales teams there regionally but also trying to figure out with them on an individual basis if they make sense as a member of one of the four different diners that I've got groups in. So similar to BNI, I've got one vertical per group that meets in those select diners. So an accountant, an attorney, and a marketing person, that type of thing. But when we go to that structured meeting, it's again about uh, each individual gets a four-minute presentation to talk about, and I give suggestions about their business and who they help, their clients, their power partners, those different businesses that they don't sell to, and then ultimately, you know, who are they needing to meet? And at the end of four minutes, most of us have got a, a much stronger, clearer idea about who that person is and their business model. And then when we go to that bring home the bacon or that business challenge as part of that structured meeting, we only do one business challenge. The kicker about that though, is to really talk about people's own experience. You know, Cody, what I think you should do is in this example, we don't talk like that. Cody, you know, if I were you, what I would do it, we don't talk like that. Cody, in my experience, the way I got through that is I talked to some, you know, in my own experience. And that really lets us into the window of the professional soul, so to speak, of the person sitting there. And then that bubbles up internally with us, that organic switch, I guess you could call it, to say, you know what, I, I want to get together with them after this meeting and have a one-to-one -one and learn a little bit more. There's something, there's something in there that I want to know a little bit more about. 
And then what I end up doing is fairly obvious. It patronizes the diner of which we've just had a meeting in. So they'll have a separate breakfast and a coffee. And that's why I do the diner pictures. So it sounds like there's a lot of detail to this uh, networking and diners. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of things you, you mentioned in there. Wh where does, where could somebody go to learn this process or maybe even join a, a join, you know, uh, set up a subscription on your service? So it starts uh, with my website with a question. It's not for everybody. So what's uh, also different than other networking organizations is I'm not as focused on the consumer or the retail market. So I'm a little bit more on the B2B. So no meeting itself is really more than 10 or 12 professionals. So that can be a little different. Residential realtors, maybe not so much. Uh, electricians and plumbers, maybe not so much. But um, they can also go to robthomasusa.com. Uh, or they can send me an email, ask about it if they're in the, uh, the area, which is pretty much Fairfield or New Haven County, Connecticut at the moment. Very interesting. So all of our listeners, we are speaking right now to the one and only Rob Thomas, uh, author of Who Do You Need to Meet and runs an organization called Networking in Diners. Um, similar yet much different format than what you might know as a B&I. Uh, a way to meet people, some structure to how to meet people, uh, some training on, you know, what to say and how to say it and how to create human connection with people. Kudos to you, my friend. I mean, this is great work, great stuff that you're doing out there. Um, it's kind of funny. I saw this thing the other day. I, I'm sure there's, pro, there's things you shouldn't do, too. I mean, there's things you should do in a diner when you meet people or have these meetings things you probably shouldn't do. There was, <laughs> I saw a thing the other day, I can't remember where I saw it, where I think it was on, on uh, Facebook or something. Somebody posted this thing. It was, it was a sign in a diner. There was a sign in a diner and it, and it, and we're going to pick on a profession right now. I'm not picking on a profession. I'm just sharing with you what it said. So there literally, this is a sign in a diner and it, and it said MLM with a, cross through it oh yeah, yeah yeah and then it had a pyramid thing with an x through it oh, yeah. and there was a statement that said if you are sitting in this diner to meet people and pitch them on your mlm opportunity we will ask you to leave our premises <laughs> it's just like no way wow serious that's a that was a real sign wow. in a real diner wow but as I sit here and listen to you talk about, I'm envisioning you having this, these meetings in a- No, 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 come on. I know, I'm just, but, but what, and all joking aside, what I'm saying is I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure it's important to talk about ethics, proper protocol, kind of maybe things you should and shouldn't do. And again, well, these are common sense things, but you boy, you got to point them out. Well, and so there is kind of an Achilles heel to this wonderful philosophy and title and format and all of that. In order for the meeting to be successful, I need to have it be in a private room that the diner has with a closed door. So I don't have these meetings out on the floor in the middle of the diner. Uh, and so that is sort of a, that's a business challenge for me right now because a lot of diners do not want to make that expansion right. because more often than not, they fill it with unfortunately wakes and funerals that need a place for the families to go and just have comfort food and cry a little bit. And, 
but you know, there are starting to be some other BNIs that are popping up that are going to those. But the reason why I need that type of style off shoot of the regular floor of a diner is because that business challenge can get a little sideways. Uh, it can have some kind of funky component to it because you're starting to share out what people have really felt in terms of not only business, but could be also a personal challenge. Um, but the greatest example I have so far is a gentleman who shared how he was trying to really get into a municipality in the state of Connecticut. And this gentleman dropped every politician name you could possibly imagine around the table about success and not success, Republican, Democrat, it did not matter about how he was trying to get into this one municipality and through the utility. And it was a wonderful exercise, but you don't want that out on the general floor. Right, right. Diner. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah, well, this is great. This is good stuff. Listen, Rob, we, again, we appreciate the time you've spent to be on this podcast today. Appreciate all the work that you're doing out there. You know, we live in a world of negativity and it's so important that we, that, that we create formats of positivity. You've done that. Uh, you teach some great principles and you teach the power of positivity and staying focused on meeting people and serving people and, and uh, making a contribution to our society and our business. And so we really appreciate that. I always like to close out our shows by giving you the floor. And uh, if you did any additional research on the podcast, you'll be prepared for this. So it's, I do it at the end of every single one of my podcasts. Uh, you know, a lot of times in a podcast, I'm a guest on a lot of podcasts and you're kind of tied to the line of questioning that's asked. So I always like to end every show by not asking any more questions. Say, all right, Rob, this is, this is your moment. This is your time. Please share with our audience the message that you feel like will make a huge difference to them right now. Mr. Rob Thomas, go ahead. When you're looking for business relationships, no matter where the scenario, no matter where the scene, the idea of asking good quality questions of the person you're sitting across or standing across from, the ultimate goal is to make sure that you get the organic switch that they feel somewhere deep inside themselves that you've done that research and so they want to respect that and now ask you about you. That transitions to not only a friendship but a business relationship which I have seen time and time again prove itself financially as well as personally as well as emotionally and spiritually. So the organic switch is the trick after asking good researched questions about the business contact that you need to meet. Excellent. Well, thank you, Rob. So I'm assuming that we can go to robthomasusa.com, find out more information about your programs and what you do. Uh, Who Do You Need to Meet is your book. Is that available on Amazon, I'm assuming? or It is, yep. It's both the uh, Kindle e-reader version as well as uh, paperback. So I encourage our listeners to take a look at robthomasusa.com, learn more about some of these great techniques. Uh, again, thank you so much, Rob, for being with us today. Just a quick reminder to all of our listeners, it's uh, the day is upon us. We're, we're only about eight, we're, we're just a couple of weeks away now. 
from the Relationship Marketing Grand Summit, August 8th and 9th, Salt Lake City, Utah. You can go to rmgs2019.com, learn more about the Relationship Marketing Grand Summit. Um, and we appreciate all that everybody's doing out there. Listen, we want a kinder, gentler world, and we believe that we can reach people through the business um, the, through the business sector. You know, we say all the time, we want to, um, we want to provide for people what they want from us, which is a relationship marketing system, a return on investment, a way to market their products in a more unique way. And that's what everybody wants from us as a way to do that. But we're going to inspire you on what you need from us. And what you need from us is a way to reach out in kindness to other human beings, to act on your promptings, to reach out in kindness to other human beings every single day to celebrate their lives, celebrate who they are. Um, and, and that's so important in today's world. So this, this, the message of this podcast is much bigger than just what you can gain in your business. It's more about what you can give to the world. So we appreciate Robin, you're an example of that, my brother, and I appreciate all that you do. So uh, there you have it, my friends. We'll look forward to seeing you on another episode of our Relationship Marketing Podcast. Everybody have a wonderful day. Take care now. Thank you. If you have enjoyed this episode of the Relationship Marketing Podcast with Cody B, be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review so that together we can get this message, The Power of Human Connection, out to the world. You can find Cody's new book, The Power of Human Connection, on Amazon or the Send Out Cards gift store.